A From Dublin to Cleveland production. Hello and welcome to From Dublin to Cleveland. I am Logan Howard and I am joined, as always, by the one and only Brendan Thomas Merritt. How are you, Brendan? How's it going? Life's great. Always great. Can't complain. House tricks. House tricks. Is that a slang phrase you're throwing at me? You sound like you want to know more. Maybe I do. (laughs) Maybe you're about to. Ooh, all right. So, Brendan, what do we have on topic for today? (laughs) First, I'm going to advertise the super special, awesome, amazing t-shirt I'm wearing. It's a from Dublin to Cleveland original. Ooh. Why haven't you already bought one? Come on. You know you want to look this good. Uh, secondly, we'll make our obligatory notice. Send us all your suggestions for the show, your feedback, your comments, and your love at from Dublin to Cleveland at gmail.com. And next up, I am going to introduce you all to some Irish English phrases. Should any of you want to visit the Emerald Isle in the future, you can't come here with your faucets, your bear claws, your gasoline. There's some word you need to know that we say and that we don't say. And given the proximity in which we are to Britain, you know that what we say is more correct than you say. And in fact, I think Irish English is even better than British English. <laughs> so, bold, sit bold. Back and enjoy. Hey, I'm an English teacher, and even I just spiff and never use the words England, England, Britain, British, UK, or Night Kingdom. <laughs> I'm like, our English is the best. <laughs> Alright, guys, so what? You Americans, and I am aware that there are cultures out there listening, and we love you too, but today we're picking on the fat Americans. <laughs> I don't know why we're only picking on the fat ones, just all of them, all the Americans. Squinty eyes. <laughs> Squinty eyes. Baptists. <laughs> Calvinists. <laughs> okay. So what Americans call a hair tie, think of Violet from a series of unfortunate events. Mm. No one in Ireland uses the word hair tie. A tie is something you put around your neck, and your neck only. No, we call that a bobbin. Okay. That makes that makes sense. I've I've heard that before. So that makes sense. Probably it's an is it an English one as well? I think it might be. I feel like the English might use it that too. Yeah, this is called the uh, Irish English show, not the British English show. Let's stay on topic, shall we? <laughs> Our people have very limited time, and they've chosen to grace it by spending it with us. Okay. All right. Continuing on. <laughs> grace it by spending with us. Grace us by spending time with us. Um, also, what you guys call a coaster, let's be honest, friends, they're used in pubs. It's a beer mat. <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna do? Put, like, you know, a cup of tea on it? Coke. Put on, friends. Put a Coke on it. <laughs> I haven't drunk Coke in years, so what a revolting thing to put on your body. Yeah, it kinda is. <laughs> <laughs> if you are in a shop, not a store... Ash up, and don't go asking the security guard to point you in the direction of the cash register. It is called a till. 
with two L's. So like the so instead of a mill, it's a till. So you put a T instead of an M. What is the do you do you know the th- what an uh, what an unusual linkage there? <laughs> yeah, you know, because the mill gives out grain and the till gives out cash. <laughs> sure. Etymology of words. Someone call Cambridge Oxford Dictionary. Let them know that the meaning has been discovered. Oh, good, good. I'm glad I could help them out. <laughs> That's your good deed done for the day. Yep, I'm set. I'm set. Another day, another life saved by Logan Howard. Ding! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, instead of saying that you are annoyed or upset, we say you are freaked. We also say that you're running up the walls. Um, <laughs> it's because someone has upset you so much that your life is effectively turned upside down. You're just like spinning. You're spiraling. That's the trauma and the devastation that they've put you through. I kind of like that, honestly. You know, annoyed is pretty lame. But saying you're freaked, you're so freaked or you're running up the wall, that... that that hits me. That's hit. That hits me where I live. <laughs> it's like stay tuned for a future edition of Logan's Slogans, <laughs> where you just like pinch all the nice phrases from Ireland you like. Yep, yep. You never know. I we've we've always talked about that being a topic for a podcast. So one of these days, I'll get them all down, and uh, blow your minds. It's actually the very first topic we ever discussed. We just never thought through. This is true. Yeah. We thought of Logan's slogans before we even knew what this podcast would be called. He tried to call it this podcast that, and I was like, I'm not having that. (laughs) 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 I just wanted a back row seat just to give the whole thing flopped two episodes in. That way my name wouldn't be attached to it. Okay, you're probably all familiar with the stereotypical and inherently untrue image of the Irish as perpetually drunk. No Irish person in their entire life has ever been drunk. <laughs> However, they have been locked. <laughs> Think of your car door when you put the key in and turn it the way that doesn't open it. Or... When you put a key in the keyhole and lock your bedroom door. Locked. Hmm. Interesting. That seems to fit, because you would think that they're they're locking their ability to act correctly. (laughs) They're locking their intellect. When you drink, you're locking it up. You're not really unleashing it. You're sort of just dulling it. This is my segment. Please keep all banal, mundane, irrelevant <laughs> contributions to yourself. Thank you. <laughs> that was pretty nappy of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying what the fans at home want. I can hear them screaming at me just 
Francis Logan shut off Latin C this through. She lived for this. <laughs> Episode 60, he's wearing green. This is moment to shine. <laughs> okay, some people out there think of the Irish as very Catholic, very withheld, withdrawn, very reserved, sexless. Well, it's true, the Irish have never once kissed each other. What we have done, though, is <laughs> shifted. <laughs> I know, it sounds disgusting. It's almost like, you know, making out <laughs> it's work. You're on the clock. You have to do it with the one you love. <laughs> so yeah, it's a kiss. It's a, it's a shift. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It just is. That was... That's probably my least favorite word that I'm going to share with you today. But it, it's what we say. It's what we say. I am very tempted to use a political reference and say you've moved from here to here. <laughs> you have unfortunately kissed the devil. <laughs> you have shifted. <laughs> Who knows, maybe adultery was what it was uh, the instigator, a high-profile case of infidelity. Shenanigans. Beautiful word, shenanigans. Indeed it is. Such a lovely mo- Such a lovely word. <laughs> Okay, another word that we have is minted. Some of you may have thought that I was this in last week's episode when I spoke about how I holiday internationally so often and go on holidays twice a month. (laughs) So you may have thought, ugh, arrogant, spiteful, up himself, thinks he's grand. Well, actually, it means rich. (laughs) Minted is rich. Hmm. Okay. I like it. It, uh, I mean that we we use minted for putting it on a uh, coin or something like that, like a minted coin. Um, so that just fits in with the money concept. So that works. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Instead of talking about underwear, when you're in Ireland, if you're a woman, that is, um, we use the word. <laughs> I don't know why I've always found this funny. (laughs) I'm 28 years old, and I can talk about clothes without laughing. (laughs) I just think it's such a funny word. (laughs) I don't even think it's as funny as it may night to be. Oh, gosh. (laughs) I'm an English teacher. I do this professionally. So, like, we have a we have a phrase for certain kinds of underwear as whitey tidies. So, (laughs) so whitey whitey knickers. Only if a woman's wearing them. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, we had this conversation at some point. We've, we've had this conversation. 
before. It's like, I'm wearing my green pants, and you're like, why would you talk about your underwear like that? I want a green t-shirt. I don't need to know what color your underwear is. And we've just been distanced farther. We have shifted. Sounds terrible in American English. Um, but actually, we use the word crack in just about every single context we can. You've undoubtedly heard me even use this on this channel before, too. Mm, yep. um, sometimes I'll say something like, uh, I think this really confused Logan when we first became friends. <laughs> every time we used the word, it was in a different context. It did. Mm. Uh, but you could even say something like, Asher, I quit my job and all that crack. What is all that crack? Asher, you know yourself. <laughs> no explanation. We, do, we just love crack. Yep. Just does. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it. We're wild ones for the crack. Um, with your chicken nuggets at McDonald's, you have chips. Not French fries, friends. I do not know why you think they're French. They aren't. They're called chips. When you go to the cinema and you want to munch on something, you eat crisps, not potato chips, crisps. <laughs> and the best Irish flavored crisps, or the best brand, are Tato. Bunch um, of rubbish. <laughs> yes, potato chips are rubbish, that's true. Crisps on their hand are great. Hmm. Um... When you've got a baby, you do not put a diaper on the baby. You put a nappy on the baby. And it'll probably be the brand Huggies. Mm. Uh, yeah, nappy. Well, yeah, it would be it would be Huggies un unless the cartel somehow got a hold of them like they do in America. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> undoubtedly with the assisted collusion of certain people that I will not mention in today's episode. Um... If we talk about a guy, <clears throat> and I assume from context you know who it is, and even if you don't know who it is, that's irrelevant. I will still call him your man. Now you might think, what did he say? I said, your man. Say it more slowly, Brent, I can't hear you. Okay? Your man. My man? No. He's not your man. He's not your property. He's not your possession. But the phrase is, your man. It's 
a synonym for he. <laughs> and for a woman, you might be thinking, ah, so you say you're a woman. No, your woman is your girlfriend or your wife. A woman in general, a synonym for she, is your one. One? What is one, I hear you ask? Well, it's spelt O-N-E. One. But no one says one. It's your one. Your one. So, for instance, I got on the bus, and your man charged me 68 euro for a ticket. I was walking down the aisle, wanted to sit uh, on seat 68B, but your one had her handbag on it. Your man, he, your one, she. I see. Okay. If you're listening to this thinking, oh my goodness, what a waste of an episode. This is trash. Wrong. It's rubbish. <laughs> if you want to get food from like, you know, a Chinese restaurant, for example, and take it home with you, you're not getting takeout. You're getting a takeaway. Mm. Takeaway. Interesting. That's it. It's it's semantics, I kind of think. It's the same. Same, just a little different. Nah, it's, it's better. We say it the right way. Oh, okay. Yeah, we know. We know you say it better. <laughs> um, you never go to someone's house. You go to their gaff. Gaff is not just something a politician says his or her media team they need to clean up. Sometimes friends. <laughs> if you think someone is a dope, you call them a sap. <laughs> you sap. Just like the juicy liquid that comes out of a tree. <laughs> Just a sap. <laughs> um, oh, does don't... so if they're a, if they're only a little bit of a dope, does that make them a sapling? <laughs> Because we, we means small. Little. For example, I live in R.D. County Louth, which is the smallest county in Ireland. Mm. So I live in the wee county. The wee county. The wee county. Hmm. <laughs> um, if someone's wearing a tank top, we call it a vested top. Let's be honest. It looks pretty darn similar to the vest you wear in winter. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it does look similar, but also my when I think of a vest, I think of something that's like super. Um, well, it's made of cotton, and it's very like flannel-looking kind of thing. It's a vest, and maybe you got a button on it. And so I'm just imagining someone wearing a tank top, but instead of wearing a tank top, they're wearing just a vest, and I'm like, that would not be fun. <laughs> it would be Thank itchy. Thank you for adding nothing to the conversation. Anytime. <laughs> I can add a gherkin anytime you like. <laughs> Speaking of gherkins, that's what they're called, friends. Not pickles. <laughs> um, Band-Aid is the name of a group that came together in the 80s and sang a famous Christmas song. In Ireland, it's called The Plaster. You just put that plaster on anything, won't you? <laughs> oh, I'm whipping them off. I expose wounds so they can be healed in a natural way. 
Um, there are some additional ones which I, I could add, but for the sake of your parents not turning this off, I'll, I'll omit certain ones. Um, if you don't like something, but it's quite small and very personal, it's a pet hate, not a pet peeve. Why would you even create the word peeve? It's unnecessary. Peeve just sounds inappropriate, doesn't it? It really does. It's the V. V is aggressive. V is something you put out back and hide in your closet. You don't you don't let that come out. <laughs> v is something you put in your back garden knowing full well that travelers are gonna come around and steal your washing machine. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you let them steal it. Dirty V. <laughs> Instead of saying the state of you, if uh, you really don't like someone's what they're saying, or yada yada yada. We say the hack of ya. <laughs> what is a hack? Uh, well, before Call of Duty popularized it, uh, in order to, you know, get advantage in computer games, <laughs> it was actually a cut you get between your toes when you haven't dried them properly after a shower. So the hack of ya. You're like a cut between toes. I've heard it also referred, well, in, here in America, I've heard it referred to people like hacking at a piece of wood, like they're trying to cut the thing. Um, so, yeah, he just looks like a bloody stump of a wood that's been hit with an axe too many times. <laughs> that's it, that's it. The hack of you. <laughs> if you want to say that you're tired, you say that you're wrecked. You are basically a ship and on the voyage of your destiny. Well, Interesting. Just got crashed. Crashed with tiredness. Takes the Imagine Dragons song to a new level. Doesn't it <laughs> We don't sing it the same way y'all do. <laughs> um, we don't have police. We have guards. And actually, in Irish, the singular is Garda. Garda. And the plural is Gardi. Because S is not plural in Irish for nouns. I, Faba, is. That's I with an accent. So Gardi. Did you guys hire the Italians and the Spanish to come up with that one? <laughs> we actually do have a language of our own, friends. Some of you think that, like, you know, we're English speakers, and that's it. We have a beautiful language of our own. And very soon, you might have an entire episode of us. Where was that one Brendan day? from the, the Halloween special who is like, we're the best ever, and we've come up with the greatest things ever, and we're the originals? I don't know. I feel like this one's stolen from the... I think he would... Even he would say this was stolen from, from the Italians and the Spanish. <laughs> Let the Italian and Spanish pronounce the full title. Garda Sciacana. Let's see how quick be to get on. <laughs> in Irish. Ah, okay. Um, a trunk is not a compartment area in your car. It is a nose of an elephant. The compartment <laughs> area of your car is called a boot. Boot. Just like the one you put on your feet. Ah, uh, yes. And <laughs> um, when it's cold... And it's winter time. Some people like to put on ugly Christmas sweaters in the USA. Logan undoubtedly will this December. Wink. In Ireland, <laughs> wink, wink, foreshadow. In Ireland, we wear 
jumpers. Jumpers. They're not sweaters. Jumpers are what yes. we call people who are excessively athletic and are just jumping all over the place. Little kids, jump jumpers. They're they're jumpers. You should be jumping around when you're wearing your jumper because you're happy that you're not cold anymore. No, you're so the then you'd be sweating and then you take off the sweater. Defeats <laughs> the purpose of having put it on the first place. Cold and cold, or put on a sweater. You start sweating, you take it off, and before you take it, taking it off. Water is already running down your face because you're overly hot. So you have effectively made yourself as cold as you were when you're complaining. With a jumper, you put it on, you're cold, and you are just bouncing around, absolutely ecstatic. Delight with yourself. <laughs> when Irish people say savage, we're not actually talking about people in need of. Colonize, I mean, civilization. <laughs> <laughs> not expecting that. <laughs> we mean really, really good. Yeah, I, I think that the, uh, the slang of the internet has taken that one and used it. Because I feel like when I think of that word, it sounds that they, it, it reminds me of good and, you know, the savage man kind of thing. That came from us. Um, the same with sound. Yes, you can have sound advice, like reliable advice, mm. but also if you say sound, it also means great. Okay. You might say sound does a lawnmower. <laughs> Why a lawnmower? Because we Irish love grass. We just love our gardens. We love being outside. <laughs> Seven days a year we have sunshine. Our automatic response for everything is grand. It doesn't mean that, you know, you're an absolute billionaire gliding down a staircase in your mansion when it has 16 bathrooms. just means fine. Okay, all right. It's an automatic response. How are you, Geraldine? Grand. How's the mother? Ah, she died last week. See, you need to ask additional questions, because everyone is always grand. Fine. Not so bad. Mm. Usually grand. Gas means funny. Hear a funny joke? Ah, it was gas. Ah, it's gas. Or a man, ah, he's gas crack. Woman, she's a gas ticket. And we fill up our we fill up our cars with gas. He fills up his car with petrol. Petrol. There you go. Don't get those confused. Uh, If you're very tired, yes, you're wrecked. You're also knackered. That's Mm. knackered with a K. Yep. You think someone's idiot? Idiot. You're an idiot. It's like saying idiot with a real country slang. Real country, country twang. A real Irish twang. That's it. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> uh, if you want to congratulate someone or say well done, fair play. Mm. If you're making fun of someone, usually someone you love, you are slagging them. Slag. If you say someone is ass like, well, that's not so courteous. But to say you're slagging, mm. just having the crack. I see, I see. Okay. Uh, oh, I'm sorry that I'm boring you. Mm, yeah, <laughs> put me right to sleep. <laughs> Raging is what you're going to be. <laughs> Good use of the word. Raging. <laughs> it's really, really angry. Uh, 
English, it means embarrassed. So, for example, if you fall and you're carrying a big bowl of ice cream and it falls all over the floor, someone might say, Scarlet for your mother. Basically, I'm embarrassed that your mother conceived you and has to call you her son or daughter. Okay, genuine question. Does that have to do with the scarlet letter? <laughs> no, it's, it's because your face turns red when you're ashamed. Oh, okay. I thought it just fit with the scarlet <laughs> scarlet letter. If you had that, you <laughs> were <damn>. embarrassed. <laughs> if you say you're going to Jack's, you're not going to Jack's house. You're going to the toilet. <laughs> not the toilet in Jack's house, just the toilet. Yep. Where are you going? Jacks. We all know what you mean. You can also say you're going to the throne. <laughs> Every king and queen needs a throne. Several <laughs> times a day. If you're hungry, you might treat yourself to a cheeky sambo sandwich. <laughs> it would not go over in America, that one. <laughs> Are you, why are you beating or eating an, a poor little Indian boy? <laughs> Native American. <laughs> he should have run faster. Got a cheeky little Sambo. <laughs> if you go to a session, it could be a traditional music jam, house party, music with booze. So of course, no one in this chat would go to one of those. You bunch of hipsters in your session. I'm going to session, man. <laughs> that's it. That's it. There were no hipsters before the Irish. Um, you, we don't have trash bags. We've got bin liners. And when you're in a pub, I mean, you're all Christians, a restaurant, you don't say cheers. You say slauncha. It's mm. an Irish word. It means health. Okay. We don't have flashlights. We have torches. We don't have erasers. We have rubbers. Deadly does not mean fatal. It means awesome. Bold does not mean courageous. It means naughty. If you see something or someone disgusting, it's scoldy. <laughs> you guys use the word kooky for literally anything that you dip in a cup of tea. For us, it's a biscuit. For us, Ugh. it's only kooky if it's got like chocolate chips or something. Uh, you might. <laughs> we need to be very careful using this one outside of our own country. We do love the word bag, <laughs> but it means cigarette. <laughs> So, yeah, so if. So, I'm gonna have to put explicit content on this episode for that. Thanks, bud. Exactly. exactly. (laughs) So, if an Irish person asks you, I don't know why they would, but if they should ask you, you know, are there any fags here? They're asking for a cigarette. (laughs) Don't don't start pointing at human beings. Um, We say cheers instead of thank you. We don't wear sneakers or tennis shoes. We wear runners. Because, you know, you're running them. Hmm. Okay. If you call in to someone, you're visiting another house, 
You don't put a babe in a stroller. You put them in a pram. Stroll is an action. It's not a, not something you put a baby in. It doesn't have wheels. If you're feeling a little bit peckish and you're not in the mood to cook, you go to a chipper or a chippy. It's a place that sells fish and chips. And usually all the other good stuff too. Okay. We don't really use the present perfect very often. I have been, I have gone, I have known, I have done, I've eaten, I've drunk. No. We say, I'm after. And then a word in ING, a gerund. I'm after being at Sandra's house. I'm after going to the pub. I'm after doing the dishes. I'm after eating a burger. Because in the Irish language, there is no present perfect. Instead, we have the preposition tarish, which means after. So we translate it directly. Oh, okay. If you say give out, you're not a charitable person, give good people money, you're complaining. And if you say have four, the time is 4.30. Okay. Um, so we don't really say half past four. We ditch the word past altogether. But that leads us to a very important note, friends. Irish time. If an Irish person tells you that they will meet you in Dublin city centre at half four, they will leave their house at half four. It doesn't matter how far away from Dublin they live. <laughs> so uh, never take an Irish person literally when they give you a time. Never take them literally. All right. Never. Never. You'll be sorely disappointed. And uh, that concludes our extensive list for today. So guys, come to Ireland, um, come with this list, memorized, and you will fit right in. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we're going to go over to Bible section, and we are going to be in Psalms. Hit this section. Oh, man, it's the worst one. I don't know why they put it in this, you know. I skip this one every week. Uh, no one watches the whole video. <laughs> we're going to be in Psalms 127. Uh, I'll read the whole thing, and then whatever Brennan would like to add, I will add uh, after uh, after I've given my immediate thoughts. Um, but unless the Lord builds the house... They labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows, for he gives his beloved sleep. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. Happy is the man who has his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but shall speak with the enemies in the gate. So the second part doesn't really apply to me or Brendan. It may apply to you. Um, who have kids and they are awesome. Um, they're from God. It's given from God that we have those relationships and that God blesses children to us. Um, so Lord willing and, uh, most likely that will be our case in the future. Um, but so let's get to the, what was that? I don't like the hint of doubt there. Jesus healed his unbelief. Um, but the first two verses, uh, it talks about how the Lord has to build the house. The labor's in vain who build it. Uh, the Lord guards the city. The watchman stays awake in vain. It's vain for you to rise up early and sit up late to eat bread of sorrows, for so he gives his sleep. Basically, if you don't have the Lord in what you're doing and in what's going on, it's pointless. It's worthless. Um, you know, if you're not 
putting God in your day or as your day goes on, it, you're, you're wasting your days. Um, and so we ask, that's the reason why we close in prayer, that's why the reason why we end in prayer is because we want the Lord to be in what we do, not only on our podcast, but in our lives. And if we don't spend our time talking to him, spe- seeking his word or reading his word, then it's pointless. It, it has no point. It's vain. Um, so with that, Brendan, I uh, turn it over to you and you can close us out. I awake first thing in the morning. I pause for a moment. Sometimes it's like 60 seconds. Sometimes it's <laughs> 47 minutes. And I'm like, Jesus, I'm supposed to gas right up. Um, but just to see what he's got to say. And then I throw on some clothes, make a cup of tea. That is my breakfast. And I run for the bus. I always run, even though I always arrive like 11 minutes early. But <laughs> that's what it comes to late. It's not that I'm overly punctual. Um, and then I get in the bus and I whip out my phone and I say, okay, God, you've spoken to me. Now, what would you have me relate to your kids? Mm. And he sometimes he'll impress a word in my heart or a Bible verse or a picture or a word regarding something uh, affecting the wider world. And then I'll slap a pretty picture um, and uh, write up what I believe he'd have, he'd have world of Instagram and Facebook now. I arrive at work and you know what? Sometimes I'll just walk around my classroom before my students arrive and say, Jesus, the one who always sits here is always late. May they be early for a change. Jesus, this one's always tired. Give them energy. This one has a lot of weaknesses. Give them strength. This one doesn't have a bold notion what's going on half the time. Give them wisdom, knowledge, understanding, whatever it is. And all throughout the day, I'll be praying. Whenever I hear a siren, like an ambulance, fire truck, or a squad car at the window, pray. And in all things, acknowledge the Lord. Hmm. In all things, invite him into those spaces. Because here's the thing. He is the God of all. And if you're looking at a certain situation and you don't really see that reflected, listen, I'm not pretending spiritual warfare doesn't exist. It does. And the enemy has considerable ground. But actually tell the Lord that he is the God of that area of your life. And say, God, what would you have me do? God, how would you have me relate to that person? How would you have me speak to that person? How would you have me deal with that situation? And sometimes you just have to be brave and say, Lord, I don't have the words to share to that person. Or <laughs> maybe you do have the words, but you really, really don't like them. And say, I'm a vessel. A living vessel, a living sacrifice. Holy Spirit, you speak. Use me as a vehicle, you take the wheel, and you speak through me. And he will. But in all those ways, acknowledge the Lord. Tell him, let him know. Because he already knows, but your soul needs to know. (laughs) That he's the Lord of all, of every area of your life. And invite him to be enthroned above those areas and say, Lord, you're building the house. You're the watchman. You see what we can't. You see all the probabilities and all the possibilities. You see me more accurately than I see myself. So expose what's hidden. Deal with what's come up against me. 
help me to walk through and gain authority over what's over the obstacles standing in my way and you build a house with deep foundations deep foundations of the truth of the love honour integrity hope faith joy all the fruit of Holy Spirit there's no point in building an empire the other foundations are weak the whole thing will collapse in and on the top of itself yeah. you say Lord let's go deep let's go deep do a deep work here deep work in people's souls a deep work in communities and towns and cities and nations and pray and believe that you will see the goodness of God in the land of the living of the toil you put in the sweat that's come out in beads and sometimes rivers and uh, watch the good times roll so God, we give every air of our lives to you. We exalt you, we honor you, we love you. And we say build. Dig deep foundations and build high. Change landscapes, change cities, change dozens, hundreds, thousands, millions, billions of lives in our time. And we thank you that we get to be part of what you're doing on the earth today. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, as always, you can send us an email from Dublin to Cleveland. Uh, you can like us on Facebook. You can buy a shirt, as Brendan is so beautifully modeling today. You can do all those things and more. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, and I hope you have a, hopefully you had a lovely Thanksgiving this past week. And uh, we look forward to getting us on our way to... Baby Jesus returning to uh, Christmas time and all the chaos, joy, and awesomeness that that involves. So um, we will see you all next week and have a good week. Bye, friends. So halfway through, my phone decided to kick the the uh, kick the recording off. So I had to like quickly get the phone. It was fine because it was like an area that you were talking mostly. So you should be able to edit it and just paste it at the end. But yeah, it was not wanting to uh, have any of it. Okay, this gets yeah, deleted. You're not the only one who had technical difficulty there. Audacity recorded nothing. Oh. <laughs> well... It records you, so you should be okay. Okay, there's open. It recorded you on here, so. Okay, um, right.